Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will begin a new message, which is titled, Turn Your Pain Into Praise. This will be the next part of the Bear Fruit series and will continue to focus on the renewing of our minds. We will go back to the beginning of the Bible and use Genesis chapter 29, verses 16 through 35 as the primary text for this message. So if you have your Bibles, please turn there right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. We're going to continue on in our Bear Fruit series. And on last week, I shared with you, um, we were looking at this um, um, concept called bearing fruit and keeping with a renewed mind. We first started off this series with looking at from Matthew chapter 3, verse 8, bearing fruit and keeping with repentance. We then looked at what it means to bear fruit and keeping with the ministry of reconciliation. We then looked at being uh, um, ones who go and bear much fruit as, as ones who are filled with righteousness. So we looked at bearing fruit and keeping with righteousness. And then uh, on last week, we looked at specifically what it means to bear fruit and keeping with a renewed mind. And we looked at that from Romans chapter 12. And I told you that um, based off the subject matter and based off what we have been currently experiencing in our world and what I have seen and heard out of a number of you, not just inside our church, but outside of our church, we need our minds renewed. We, we, we need to be refreshed. We need to be restored back to the truth of the gospel. And so what I, I, I said to you on last week, this probably, this, this particular subject matter, this particular area of bearing fruit, we're probably going to need a few um, sermons uh, to spend a little bit more time in this and understanding this. Because what I have learned, family and friends, that the enemy and our enemies love to do war in our minds. And so we want to, I felt like I was miming in that moment. Uh, you know, so anyway, so we wanted to um, spend some time um, looking at what it means to bear fruit in keeping with a renewed mind. Again, we looked at this from Romans chapter 12 where the Apostle Paul made a strong plea for the believers to become living sacrifices for Christ in view of his rich mercy so that we would not be conformed to the ways of the world, its systems, its logic, its wisdom, its rationale, but we would be more so transformed by the renewing of our minds that would conform us more to the ways of God's holy word. That we wouldn't be conformed to the ways of this world, but we would be transformed and then subsequently conformed to the ways of God's holy word as we seek his kingdom and all his righteousness, as we begin to be led by his spirit, filled with his spirit, and engaging and looking at and resting in his covenant promises. So today we're going to look at a passage of scripture that's not so familiar uh, to a number of you, but maybe today will become familiar to you. And uh, if you've been tracking with us through the Bible reading plan recently, you would have come across this in your Bible reading maybe about, uh, about a month ago, uh, roughly. Uh, it is in Genesis chapter 29. Genesis chapter 29. Now here's what I want to do for us today. I want to build on an action step that I gave for us on last week. There was a few practical applications or action steps that I provided for us at the end of last uh, week's message. Uh, one thing was, was Bible reading and Bible study. There was another one that was prayer. And this one, I'm not going to reveal to you just yet, but the last one I gave is the one I want to build on for today. This is the one I want to share with you today and go a little deeper with today for our understanding of not only what it means to have a renewed mind, in Christ Jesus, 
But how do we develop a system, a healthy life rhythm to keep a renewed mind? So just like you would do if you were, uh, if you were planning to lose uh, weight and you were going on a diet and you wanted to become more healthy, uh, uh, there's certain things that you have to do not only just to get the weight off, but to keep the weight off. And so today what I want to do for us is I want to provide to you a, a spiritual yet very practical action step an application for us that is rooted in God's holy word that we'll see today that is helpful for us. Uh, and so I don't want to reveal that to you just now, but what I, what I want to do is begin to set that up. And so if you're like me, uh, if, if, if you have a, uh, uh, if you're, uh, 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 if you have children, if you have uh, um, nieces or nephews that you've come in contact with, You've probably come across at some point in life, maybe you're, just, maybe you're just a big kid at heart as well, maybe you have come across and seen this movie by Disney called The Lion King. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe if, 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 if you've been living under a rock and you've never come across this before, there's this great movie that Disney put out, it's called The Lion King, and it's probably if the famous, if not the most famous, I think I said the same thing in that moment, it's in the morning, still trying to get myself together, still trying to get perked up here to preach to y'all. But it's probably, in my estimation, in my opinion, it's probably the most notable or most famous movie that Disney has put out there. I know there's probably others, some probably say Frozen, some may say uh, 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 Cinderella or some other ones out there, but I think The Lion King probably sits atop. It's at least in the top three for sure. And there's a song that's in there that we all know and love. And soon as I say it, you're going to start singing it. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. It ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. See, I know just doing that right there, I know some of y'all got a little bit happy, some joy came in your soul, a smile began on the get, get, get on your face, your, your children begin to dance a little bit. Hakuna, say it again, Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata, it ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy, Hakuna Matata. Where am I going with this? I'm going with this because I want to show you, family, I want to show you the importance of singing. The spiritual discipline of singing, and not just solely singing, but singing the praises of God. We're going to look at this a little bit deeper, but I want, I want to point you to the importance of singing. We need to do a little bit more singing in this season. In addition to our Bible reading, in addition to praying, we need to be singing the Lord's praises in this season. Not just in this season, but in this season and in seasons to come, should the Lord tarry, we need to begin to understand the importance and the strength and the blessing that comes from singing and specifically singing the Lord's praises. Now back to Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata is ranked, listen, as one of the most popular film songs of all time. The Lion King, let me tell you about this movie. The Lion King produced three Oscar-nominated songs. You probably know them. Uh, 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 there's uh, Hakuna Matata, and the one that uh, actually won the Oscar that year is Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Now, 
this beloved franchise, right, this, this beloved movie of, of the whole entire Disney franchise has gone on to now produce one of the most uh, uh, um, best-selling theater productions of all time by way of the, the Lion King on Broadway. And so some of you have gone to see that, and God bless you, I can't wait for the opportunity to go see that one day. But this movie has continued, in other words, this movie has continued to be a blessing, and some of the themes in this movie has continued to be a blessing as well. This song was introduced by the comedic characters Timon and Pumbaa in an effort to help someone. Can you tell I, I, I got children and, and now have grandchildren that keep me above and this shout out to my grandsons Keith and Kason in this moment. Uh, but to help Simba begin to, listen, begin to move forward from the past pains and difficulties that he's experienced in his life so far. They were, they, were, they were communicating to him that, that he should begin to move forward. Listen, we know that you've experienced these pains and troubles of your past, but we want you to now begin to forget those things, begin to release those worries as Timon and Pumbaa have done in their lives. While also, watch this, also this helps to establish a new mindset when faced with new adversities of life. This phrase comes from uh, the Swahili language that simply means there are no worries or simply no worries. So my hope today for you family is to get you to begin to take on that posture. That in Christ, the sovereign God of the universe has everything in control and under his control. Considering all that life has thrown at us over the past year alone, for some of us, we can go back past years. Things have compounded over a period of time that have weighed us down, that have, have kept us low in low places or in dark places. Even in this moment, we begin to see how the Lord wants us to become unstuck through this. This is the way I want to help us serve. I want to help us for some to begin to, to develop this posture, to establish this posture, and begin to walk in this mindset, and for others to begin to do an assessment, to do a spiritual MRI, to say, hey, am I really trusting in the strength of God? Am I trusting in the promises of God? Am I trusting in the steadfast love of the Lord for my life? So let me be clear, family, I want to be very clear that this mindset that I'm asking you to begin to take on or asking you to begin to assess or asking you to begin to walk in, it's not saying that life has not dealt you a bad hand, that your life has been easy, that the trials and tribulations that you have experienced are just easily washed away or swept under the rug or as some would say to become out of sight and out of mind. I'm not saying that what you are currently facing or what you're currently dealing with is easy. But I do want you to know that your God, my God, our God is truly in control of all things. He's the sovereign Lord of the universe and our God can do anything but fail. The Bible declares that with man things are impossible, but with our God, all things are possible. He said again, and I'll bring this back in John chapter 20, he said, these things were written 
These, these things were written clearly so that you would believe in his name and in his name you would have life. I'm par paraphrasing verses 30 and 31 of John chapter 20. He said, these things were written so that in my name you would believe and believing in me, in my name, you would have life. That's what I'm asking you to begin to do. That's what I'm asking you to continue to do, to believe in his name. I know life may not have been or are seeming favorable for you right now, but I know the Lord can provide favor. And if we have found favor in his sight, by being living sacrifices, staying committed to his will, staying committed to his ways, staying committed to his, his, his work and his worth, our God shall supply all of our needs. He shall heal us. He shall comfort us. He shall strengthen us. He shall, most importantly, as he declared, be with us. And he is, family. He is. You see, this mindset is not that we won't ever have any worries either. It's not saying that we won't have uh, adversities in our life going forward. It's not saying that we won't have any things that, that plague us or that we worry about. But it does say that in Christ, my worries don't have me. That, in, in, that, that I may have problems, but in Christ, my problems don't have me. That I may have struggles, but in Christ, my struggles do not have me. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's in the Lord Jesus. It is in Christ that these things pale and fade away. They pale in comparison to his worth and to his work. And they take a back seat. Matter of fact, they get, they get removed from our faith vehicle totally. We don't carry that baggage with us anymore. And as a pastor and fellow brother in the struggle, I want to call our attention to something greater, something strong, someone stronger. As I strive to do my best to encourage us to lean more into God's grace by way of his holy word, we can operate with that mindset like we see from these verses. Here's, here's some supporting verses I want to I share with you. Um, in Isaiah 43, it says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing that shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Shall you not perceive it? I will make even a way in the wilderness. I will make a stream or river in the desert. Oh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in Jesus Christ. Or lastly, maybe John 16, where he says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. In the world you will have trials, but be of good cheer. Do not lose heart, for I have overcome the world. You see, family, to believe and trust that our God truly does not leave or forsake us starts with us remembering his promises, accessing his holy word. And out of that, we will know that he has heard our cries for help, that he remembers his covenant, and he is here to rescue just like he made clear for us and he did for the children of Israel what we have seen and read in Exodus chapter uh, 2 and 3. So the Lord is not just able to save us, he's able to sustain us. He is not just able to give us clean hearts, he's also well able to give us renewed minds, and that's what I hope to serve in for you to serve you with on today. That your God is well able not to just save you, but he's well able to sustain you where, wherever you are. He's able to give you strength where you are weak. He's able to give you joy where you're experiencing sorrow. He's able to give you hope 
where you may be experiencing despair. So moreover, again, I want to build off that action step that I mentioned to you earlier about singing and singing the praises of God. It's, it's truly a divine strategy for us. It is, is it, it is an act of faith that the Lord has given us in his holy word. It's a practical application that I provided for my message on last week, as I mentioned, and I want to call back our attention to this. And I believe it's something that the Holy Spirit can and will use for us, not just today, but as we move forward in life. This thing will help to give us a renewed mind and keep us actively pursuing a renewed mind. And out of that, we'll truly experience the peace of God that surpasses all understanding that will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Again, this action step, this practical application, but has spiritual blessings and benefit is just singing, specifically singing the praises of God. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck delivers the second part of his message, which is titled, Turn Your Pain Into Praise. 